name of Jesus. To God be the glory, honor, and adoration to the Lord. We appreciate our God today. We bless his most holy name. We will love our Lord. We praise his name. This another day that the Lord has made. And in it we rejoice and we are glad. We praise our God, we praise our Savior. For the Lord is good and his mercies endure it forever. For the Lord is good and his mercies endure it forever. For the Lord is good and his mercies endure it forever. And great is his faithfulness towards word. We worship the Lord, we bless the name of the Lord. For God is good, our God is kind, our God is holy. Blessed be his holy name. Holy, most holy is the Lord God. He's the Lord God. He's the Lord God. Holy, most holy. He's the Lord God. He's the Lord God. Most high. Holy, most holy. Holy. Most holy is the Lord God. Is the Lord God. Is the Lord God. Holy, most holy is the Lord God. Is the Lord God. Most high, holy, most holy, holy, most holy is the Lord God. Is the Lord God. Is the Lord God. Holy. Most 
most holy is the Lord God. Is the Lord God most high? Hallelujah. The Lord is most high and is holy. And we worship the Lord for his holiness, for his righteousness, for his kindness, for his power, for his majesty, for his love, for his grace divine. We bless the most holy name of our God. We worship the Lord. We bless his name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, our God. Thank you, our King. Thank you, our Maker. We worship you, Lord. We worship you, Lord. We worship you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We worship, oh, Lord God, and we adore you. Oh, Lord God of heaven and earth, heaven and earth, heaven and earth, oh, heaven and earth, oh, heaven and earth, we praise you, oh, God of heaven and earth, we praise you, oh God of heaven and earth, heaven and earth, heaven and earth, heaven and earth, oh heaven and earth, we praise thee, oh God of heaven and earth. We praise thee, O God of heaven and earth, heaven and earth, heaven and earth, heaven and earth, oh heaven and earth. We praise thee, O God of heaven and earth. Let's sing together. Praise thee. Oh God of heaven and earth, heaven and earth, heaven and earth, heaven and earth. Oh heaven and earth, we praise thee, oh God of heaven and earth. We praise thee, O God of heaven and earth, heaven and earth, heaven and earth, heaven and earth. Oh, heaven and earth. We praise thee, we praise thee, O God of heaven and earth. We praise thee, O God of heaven and earth, heaven and earth, heaven and earth. Oh, heaven and earth. We praise thee, O God of heaven and earth. We praise thee, O God of heaven and earth, heaven and earth, oh heaven and earth, heaven and earth, oh heaven and earth. We praise you, O 
Lord of heaven and earth. We praise thee, O God of heaven and earth. Heaven and earth. Heaven and earth. Heaven and earth. Oh, heaven and earth. Amen. Hallelujah. We praise the Lord God of heaven and heart. To him we give our praises and honor and adoration forever. We thank God for counting us worthy in his presence to be here with him and to be called into his presence. Yes, as his own. Hallelujah. We worship the Lord. We bless his name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Honor to the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. We are here this moment by the grace of the Lord. This evening once more. Hallelujah. Shout hallelujah from UK. Yes, are you hearing us? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Yes, my dear Grace. Are you there? Hallelujah. We bless the Lord today. We thank the Lord that God has brought us to his presence once more. Uh, today, by the grace of the Lord, we want to go into the word of the Lord that we have today. Welcome, people of God, to the family Bible study hour. Welcome to the family Bible study hour. We are the Lord, we do us good. We are the Lord, we bless us again this evening. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. Amen. I'm hearing a message, another message underneath there. Are you hearing me? Our teacher this evening from UK, Grace. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, we want to. I think we will mute her for some time. Hallelujah. Until she's ready. Amen. To God be the glory this evening. Amen. We want to begin to study on Christians and the world. It may take us some time. By the grace of the Lord, we want to check on Christian and the world. Christians and the world. And part of what we are going to talk are this that Christians are not of the world. Yes, that is part one. Part two, how to live in the world as Christians. How to, how to live in the world as Christians. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. Uh, then part three, praise the Lord. Part three, we check Christian and word values. Christians and word values. What do we mean by that? Christian and word value. Amen. Uh, by the grace of the Lord, the Lord will teach us 
on part four, we're going to check peaceful living, how to live peacefully with uh, our neighbors. Then on part five, we are going to check no compromise with the world. As Christian, there must be no compromise at all with the world. Hallelujah. Please, I have unmute you here because I'm hearing the side talking and I will send another invitation to you so you will relink because uh, praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. Uh, what will I do? Uh, please. Uh, please, people of God, bear with us a bit. We are we are sorting ourselves out here. Hallelujah. We invite her to join us. Hallelujah. God be the glory for this. Of course, didn't mean it this way, but by the grace of the Lord, we are going to have our back by His grace. Amen. Hallelujah. Please. Amen. Please, people of God, be, be, be let us just be be patient with us. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm coming. people of God, by the grace of the Lord, I will continue the teaching here. Please, I have joined you. Okay, you have joined. So okay, what's okay. happening? Okay, that's okay, that's okay. Thank I God was hearing you. a lot of things in the background. What happened? I was hearing too at the background. That's why I, I meet it. So maybe it's from the network or the, the okay. system. Maybe it's from the okay. system. All right. Are we okay now? Praise the Lord. Yes, I'm just relaying the study that we have with us. By the grace of God, we said, but we are going to have on this, under these Christians and the world, we have part one, Christian and the Christians are not of the world. Part two, we have how to live in the world. And part three, 
Christian and the world values? What should we value or not here? What should we place our heart upon? Yes, part four, we are going to check peaceful living, how to live among uh, the neighbors and among ourselves as Christians. Part five, we check no compromise with the world. Hallelujah. We are going on like that. And so part six also, we are going to, we are not called to show forth. We are called to show forth God. Yeah. Praise the Lord. The Lord will help us. So I will go on from there. The reason why we are having these teachings, uh, I, I received divine endorsement that we should go ahead on it. I was uh, meditating on this study this day. The Lord said, this one is okay to start with, to start. Hallelujah. There is another one that I'm, I'm thinking of. Probably we arrange together so that we but thank God that uh, God led us this way. And blessed be the name of the Lord. You are welcome, people of God, once again. We are glad to have you, Prophetess Zion. You are blessed. God bless your life. Prophetess Zion, for being with us. God bless you. Then I want to hand over the, uh, the stage to my sister, uh, who is ministering to us from United Kingdom by His grace. She's our teacher today. Hello, you're welcome, everybody. God bless you. Brother Paul, you're welcome. Yeah. The name of the Lord be blessed. Last Amen. week, uh, God spoke to us on total yieldedness unto God. Yeah. No yieldedness, no submission in totality, no Christianity. Mm. Then we may then say, we can, we can start today by saying, who is even a Christian? Who is a Christian? Mm. Is it she or she that is regular in church, punctual in church, involved in every activity, building the church in every form? Is that the Christian? These are good deeds. Mm. But those ones does not make one a Christian. Then who is a Christian? Christian is he that have in have faith in the word of God, in the word spoken by Jesus in the Bible. He had it probably for the first time. That word condemned him or her, and uh, she hands up and say, "Yes, I, I am. I'm bound down to this word that has discovered my inner, inner intents." This is what God will see. He that is contractor hearts, broken when he hear the word, then by the reason of the word, hands off the sinful way, hands off the wicked way. Then acknowledge and, and agree that he or she is a sinner. Then allow Jesus to take charge of the heart, the soul. Submit to its authority. He that covereth his sin shall not prosper. These are the words of Jesus in the Bible. Um, Proverbs 23, 13. I mean 28, 13. Confess without covering the sin. Determined to forsake. Ask Jesus to come in. He comes in like a spirit 
as a seed of God to give him power to go and see no more. Then he surrendered his heart, his life unto Jesus and follow his dictate. Then take him as the savior from that sin and the hell that this thing will have taken him. From then, he turned round about, facing the cross, back in the world. And every light of the road that comes his or her way, he or she bow to, receive grace to do, and walk on, on, and on, and on like that. Develop a personal relationship with his Lord. Then, have a covenant time to fellowship personally, aside the congregational fellowship with his master, desiring to know more of him through the word, by reading, meditating, becoming prayerful, not forsaking the assembly of believers, growing in grace, growing in grace as the Holy Spirit is in. Someone who practices the word in the righteousness of Christ with which he or she was clothed when he or she gave his life to Christ. Receiving grace to do and not just to read, not just to hear. That is the practicing Christian. That's a Christian. It's not about going to church. It's not about uh, bearing Christian name. Now, if you're Christian, the last week message says it has to do with submission. Our perfect example, the author and the finisher of our faith. In Philippians 2, 5 to 9 there, he submitted his own will as, as, as bad. People will say the will of God for him to die that shameful death, that to suffer those terrible things at the cross was a bad will. But however bad the will of God is better than your better will. So Jesus knew this and he received grace at, at the garden of Gethsemane and submitted his will. Then did God's will, then God promoted him. Philippians 2, 9, 9 that's God's way. Gave me a name above one other names. And everything God has belongs to Jesus. He became the judge of the dead and the living. Seriously promoted. Up till now, everybody is seeking Jesus. What am I saying? I'm saying Christianity is about so, submission and total yieldedness, as our perfect example has been. So if we have known who a Christian is and what it takes to be a Christian, submission, like Brad Paul said last week, is, is far beyond obedience. It was what was demanded in Eden that put all of us, the descendants of Eve and Adam, into trouble up to now. We're not supposed to be experiencing death, lack, want, calamity, trouble, this and that. But because submission to my will was asked for and it was not given, it brought out lack of submission, resorted to disobedience and every other consequences for it. So having understood that, we want to go to... We are Christians, we have believed Christ, we are following his precepts, and we are in the world. So, what are we expected to do in the world? After totally even submitting totally, following the world, practicing everything by the grace of God. How are we to, how, who are we in the world? 
who are we? There's need for this thing. It's not as if we have not known all these things. But there's need, you know, we're our frailty. We are we are we are but dust. We easily forget. Excuse so me, I just yourself to remind you. Hmm? Put your microphone closer to your mouth before it is it's fading off a bit. Okay. Uh, it's louder where you started than now. Yeah. Is it okay now? Yeah, yes, yeah. Uh-huh. So what I'm saying in essence is No, no, this. put it a, clo- a, a bit closer, please. Right. What I'm saying in essence is this. Are we okay? All right, continue there. Okay. Yeah. What I'm saying is this. We are now a Christian because we have surrendered all to Christ in, in the real sense of it. We are following him. Whatever he commands, we receive grace, we do. We are practicing Christians. But we are still living in this world. Who are we in the world? You know, this teaching is in series. I will not be taking too much of your time by the grace of God. This new year, the Lord will help us. Amen. So where, where, however much we can go today, no problem. It's not how many or how much. But may the Holy Spirit back up whatever we say to bring out the practicality in our lives in Jesus' name. Amen. So as now, now we are Christians and we are living in the world. We must know who we are in the world. And that is why we are opening to gospel according to St. John. We are going to open a lot of Bibles today. And because today, Monday, is Bible study. You know, through the world, we grow in grace. So we cannot do without it. The word is Jesus. Jesus said, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy lady, I will give you rest. Then he said, after you might have come unto him, I have given you salvation. Rest in your heart, peace of mind. Then he, he, he demands and requires that we take his yoke upon him. We walk side by side with him. Hmm? Then we learn of him. That is why this Bible study is of paramount. And the Holy Spirit himself will be our teacher in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, gospel according to St. John. Gospel according to St. John. We say, Christian and the world. Who are we in the world? We want, to, we want the Bible to speak for itself. Because this is our compass by the grace of God. And this is the mind of God for us. John this is chapter. what the Holy Spirit is using to lead on, to lead, lead us on unto the heavenly Canaan. We are pilgrimage in the world. Yes. We are heavenly citizens. Yeah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And these are the things the Bible will be confirming to us Amen. that we are not of the world. We we have a kingdom far above the world. Where God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are having their thrones. That is, we are heavenly citizens. We are not worldly citizens. But I want to confirm that. Let's quickly go to Gospel according to St. John, chapter 15, verse 19. Jesus, our master, is talking here. If ye were, if ye were of the world, the world will love his own. But because you are not of the world, but I have chosen you out of the world. Therefore, the world hated you. 
Do not be confused by I have chosen you out of the world. As we go on, you will understand one, that one better than the world. Um, am I to get out of this world through what means? Am I killing myself? Or what does it mean? It is Bible study. By and by, the Bible will explain itself and you'll be a better person by the time we'll finish this one in Jesus' name. Right. So, that is confirmed that we're not of the word. Jesus has chosen us out of the word. Then in chapter 18, gospel according to St. John, chapter 18, our Lord Jesus, the, our perfect example, our master, savior, is still talking there. In 1836, he said, Jesus answered, my kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, then will my servants fight that I should not be delivered to the Jews. But now is my kingdom not from hands. You see, Jesus came for the Jews, I mean for the Israelites. Before he went to the cross, he was... He, but uh, there was even a woman that was asking for a miracle. He said, I am sent but only to Israel, to the children of Israel. It was after the cross that the, 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 the door was opened to with the Gentiles that are not descendants of Abraham directly. We are descendants of Abraham by faith. Yeah. You see, then the, the Jews, they were under servitude. Under the Roman Empire then, who are taking them uh, captive because of their sins. And they were willing to be free, expecting Messiah seriously. When Messiah came, well, he did a lot of things, despite the fact that they, have a, they had a lot of prophecies about this Messiah who will be born, where he will be born. And, but they were expecting a kind of Messiah that will come in a miraculous way to set up a kingdom that will set them free from under the captivity of the Roman Empire. That was what they were expecting. So by the time the babe of Bethlehem came, growing in the family they knew, very poor, because they knew, they believed the Messiah will come as a mighty man of valor, to wage war against the Roman kingdom and deliver Israel from under their captivity. That was the expectation. And they were expecting their Messiah to come as a king because that was the prophecy. So, they, you know, there's a way man thinks that God doesn't think that way. Isaiah, I think in, it is in Isaiah 5 there that says, the way of the Lord is not the way of man. And our thought is not of his thought. His thoughts, in fact, as heaven is far away from the earth, so is God's way and his thought far away from us. So it was difficult for them to accept a Messiah that was walking all over with his legs, as if a poor person preaching, repenting for the kingdom of God is Satan. They could not, they could not fathom it. They could not understand it. They were expecting a Messiah that will fight as their leader and deliver them from substitute. Oh. You see, the same mentality has the apostles of old. I mean, even those that were following him, 
If you look at Acts 1, because there have been the expectations. If you look at Acts 1, a, I mean, 8 there, you know, they were asking him. Acts, Acts 1, 7. And he said unto them, okay, okay. They said, when they therefore were come together, they asked of him saying, Lord, will thou at this time restore again the kingdom of Israel? And he said unto them, it is not for you to know the times of the, or the seasons which the Father had put in his own power. But ye shall receive power, things like that. He was sending them forth into the world to gain the world, to turn people around to God. That was not the way, what they were expecting. And that is what Jesus is telling us. His kingdom is not of this earth. In fact, there was even a time they wanted to make him king. He escaped. Because the way God saw things was not the way they were seeing it. What God wanted, what God wanted to do, they did not understand because they were blindfolded spiritually. May the Lord please open our spiritual eyes in the mighty name of Jesus. To understand the deep things of the, of the spirit in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. So, the kingdom of Christ is not of the world. It is heavenly. It is spiritual. And we that are following him as Christians, we should know that we are spiritual. We should know that we are citizens of the heavenly kingdom. We are only representing Christ here below. And that is what God, that's the mentality he wants us to have. And that is what that place is confirming. So if, you, if your kingdom, if you are not a citizen of this country, uh, an ambassador of some other kingdom, then we need there are certain, certain ethics we need to know about ourselves in terms of knowing whom we are, who are we, what kind of life are we expecting to live here in, in this strange kingdom and things like that. So having confirming through our Lord Jesus Christ that we are not of the world and his kingdom is not of the world. Okay, let's add John 17, 16. To still confirm that we should just take our mind away from this present kingdom. Our own is a kingdom up there. We are ambassadors for Christ here. The Lord will help us. Amen. Jesus was saying again, they are not of the world. That's uh, John 17, 16. They are not of the world, even as I'm not of the world. It is, it is not too much to keep on repeating it. Because uh, these days, we discover that Christians are so much blended with everything going on in the world that we cannot even see a difference. That, in fact, in the way we talk, in the way we dress, in the way we behave, our attitude, as if, as if we, we are here to stay. We are here to be permanent. So it is not too much to repeat it severally. That our kingdom is not yet, we have not got to our place. And by the grace of God, Jesus too had told us that we are not of the world. His kingdom is not of this world. The kingdom that is being Hello? We lost your voice. 
lost your voice. May the Lord bring you back. We are following you, please. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes, let us have you back. Anything from there? Hello? All right, we lost her voice there. Let us continue from where she's gone. She's, she, maybe when she come back. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Yes, as believer, as she is saying or teaching us, uh, we are not of the world. Are, are you there? Ah. All right, you are welcome. Excuse me, you we lost you for like I like, like two minutes or three. So please, oh, maybe, sorry, I don't know. So you maybe you have to go but digress back a little, digress a little rather. Okay, what did you hear last, sir? What was the last thing you heard you me said say? said the home the Lord is preparing for us, something like that. And I said the home that our kingdom is not here, yeah. it's up there. Yeah. We quoted John 15, where Jesus said, we are not of the world. We quoted John 18, 36, where he said his kingdom is not of the earth. Right. And even the apostles were asking, when will you restore kingdom? He said, no. It's not yours to know, but go and preach, something like that. That is, our kingdom, we are ambassadors here. Are you still listening? Are we yes, still hearing you? Yes, them? yes, we are hearing you. Please. Okay, we are ambassadors here. We are only telling Christians that they build mansions, do a lot of things store their treasures here as if this is their kingdom. This is where they will live forever. Mm -hmm. We're only reminding them. And God is using this teaching to change our mind and mentality that we are not of the world. Right. That this is not our right. kingdom. So we should not put, our, put all our treasures here. Our treasure, the things God wants us to do so that we store our treasure in our heavenly kingdom where it can never be destroyed by fire, by thieves, by insects. God will teach us in Jesus' name. Amen. But here Amen. he wants to change our mind that we are sojourners here. We are sojourners here and that is the next thing we are going. But before we go there, I want to read John 16, 33. Our Jesus is talking here. He said, right. in the word, these things have I spoken unto you that in me you might have peace. You see, when you know that your kingdom is not of the earth, all these troubles will, 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 will trouble you less. Yes. You will not lose your peace because of lack of water or whatever. You will know that when I get home, I have abundance. When I get home, I have all I want and things like that. Only those, these things have I spoken unto you that in me, you might have peace. When you have not gotten home and you are seeing things going contrary, you should not lose hope. You should not think, ah, is this how I will be living my life forever? That is why he's speaking these things, so that you have your peace that after you have not got home. I heard about a missionary that went away from his uh, home place for a long time, going to work for Jesus, preaching the gospel, doing the work of the gospel for a, a long time. And he took the ship in those days, went back home. He expected people to, uh, to, uh, to, uh, to welcome him, you know, with enthusiasm, we have missed you, you are welcome, and things like that. And uh, there was a, 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 a king in that uh, 
and 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 earthly king in that uh, in that shift too. When that king alighted, hello. Everything was rosy. There were noise. There were cheering. Everybody was happy. The king is back home. And this missionary had gone for a long time. And the wife, he got down. Nobody even looked at his way at him. Nobody greeted him. Nobody even said welcome. When he got home, he was discouraged. He was unhappy. He said, ah, I was no, ah, ah, with much I have done for the Lord. He had not even caused people to. Hello, what is happening to us? Please. The has gone to his home. The heart, the heart is his home. That is his hope. That is all he has. For you, you have not got home. When you get home, you will be welcomed as a king. Hallelujah. Then he had his, he had his peace. He was encouraged. What are we saying? We are saying, Jesus said, these things have I spoken unto you, that in me you might, you might have peace. Whatever is happening to you here, this is not your kingdom. Right. Whatever you are passing, your souls and rest and peace in the fact that when I got home, I have better things waiting for me. So Jesus continued to say, in the world you shall have tribulation, lack, want, whatever, whatever, persecution, whatever, whatever. We may not have all that we desired. But because, why? Because we are not yet at home. We have not got to our home. And this is what Jesus wants you to change your mind on today. That you may have your peace. You may not lose your hope. You will be encouraged and say, Thank God I have another kingdom that is better than this place where God, the provider of all the rich men down here, is living. And I have, there I'll be living with them. So that you have your peace. That's why he's telling you this. And may the Lord please help, help change our mentality. Amen. Such that we don't dwell here anymore. We live like sojourners in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. He said, in the world, you may have troubles, you may have trials, you may have lack, wants, but be, 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 be rest assured that this is not your place. Right. You have not got home right. yet. But be, uh, but be of good cheer. Eh? I have overcome the world. That is to say, you are an overcomer. You are a king. You have everything abundant. You are not seeing them. You are not enjoying them yet because you have not got to your place. The Lord bless you. Amen. So confirm that you are a sojourner. The Bible will still tell you, and that is our final saying. In Psalm, in Psalm 39, truth. 39, truth. Sorry, sorry, sorry. God bless you. In Psalm 39, truth, Brapo. Yeah. Comment there so that I take care of my baby before. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Sorry. Praise the Lord. Do say some things. All right. So, people of God, please bear with us. So, she went to do the, what do I call it, in the UK for her granddaughter. Uh, praise the Lord. She's taking care of her day. Eh? Hallelujah. Amen. Now, 
as she said that uh, we as Christians we are to believe and trust the Lord who have called us to call him I mean to call to follow him that he has a better and glorious home for us hereafter and as and thus any one of us knows that whenever we travels abroad or travel anywhere that is that isn't our home we know how we behave there as strangers we know what to do what, what our conduct is there we, we will not feel really at home until we get back to our own home where we are known where we have relations and we have people in fact, in the in the in the, uh, in the strange land wherever we went there, uh, we will still be trying to make friends that are impossible at times. But uh, when we get back home, because that is where we are grown, and that is where we are issued, you know what happened to us there? We enjoy the relationship with our people there. So, so we Christians, that is who we are. We are what? We are sojourners. We are not citizens here. We are only here for some time. And the moment we are saved, when Christ, when Christ called us, he said, Come unto me, all ye that labors and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Of course, the rest that we have with the Lord where we where we are saved, and the rest that we secure by receiving the Prince of Peace in our hearts is just a glimpse of what we are going to have hereafter. There is nothing that the Lord can offer us here that that is a, that is that can be compared with that which that we are. Uh, going to have hereafter by the grace of the Lord. But hereafter, if we really know that we are, we are strangers here, like whenever we travel out, we are strangers there, like she now. She's in UK. She has time to stay there because that is not our land for now, but it has become our land because of, by ministry and by, as missionary. Hallelujah. Why? Hallelujah. She has limited time to stay there uh, for now. And she will come back home because that place, the Lord has not uh, asked him, or what do I call it now? The Lord, uh, the, the government of the land has not asked him to stay because they felt that she must be watched for some time. But in Nevon, where is our home? We are there. On this, on this act to prepare for what, I mean, uh, uh, how we are going to be welcomed, how we are going to be received in, yes. at home. So we yeah. are strangers here, and as strangers, yeah. we have limited time also. Like she mm -hmm. has limited time uh, uh, to spend there in UK. Uh, the, land has, the land has received her. But the government may not receive her for now. But God has received her there. And God who received her is still having 
they had for her that even after you have you have secured the citizenship of this land you are still not at home you are still mm -hmm. not part of this place this is yes. still the world wherever you go yes. to be it uk be it be it america be it asia be it africa anywhere you go to in this planet of earth it's not our home as believers we should yes. always be conscious of the fact that we have a home a better home a home when we are talking yes. about home like i said before she will soon join us now to continue i've joined you i've joined you I'm all here. right all right i'm coming praise the lord so like i said when she before she come back that um we cannot be welcomed as citizen on that year like she said that mm -hmm. yes. uh, if you are not a citizen somewhere people will be watching you they'll be looking at you because of the kind of uh, probably the skin that you wore or that you are wearing or the kind of uh, look that you have it's not similar to that one to those uh, to, the, to those of that land so you feel somehow not very free so in this planet of earth also as believer the moment we are saved and Jesus called us to his side. Where he has prepared for us as our home is where he is now. And he said he's coming back to take us there. I think yes. we can continue from there. Continue, please. All right, sir. And uh, since he had helped me to cover that gap, I'm so very sorry. Now, we want to confirm who are we in the world. We have said that this is not our home. This is not our own kingdom. Jesus has confirmed it. And he's saying this so that we have peace, whatever we are, whatever we are passing through. We want to confirm by the Bible because this is our last say, the mind of God, uh, that we are sojourners. Yeah. Who are sojourners? Like I said, somebody who goes to another people's land, who is not a national, who doesn't, who is not a native of the person, the place. You are not a. That's not your nationality. Just go there for some time. Yes, that is what we are, who we are in the world. So, Jonah, Psalm 39, Psalm 39, 12. Right. Psalm 12 says, Hear my prayer, O Lord, and give ear unto my cry. Hope not thy peace at my tears, for I'm a stranger with thee, and a sojourner as all my fathers oh. were. Just like Abraham was a sojourner every of us even our forefathers on the planet earth were sojourners god gave canaan to abraham yet he lived there as if he's a sojourner because he's looking towards a heavenly city that has the foundation built by god hebrews 11. Hallelujah. so that is confirming that we are sojourners we are strangers we are passing through the world. And that is also confirmed in Hebrews 11, 13, as I have said. Hebrews 11, 13 says, sorry, 11, 13 says, these all die. You know, from chapter one, that place is talking about a men of faith, men, women of faith that walk with God in faith and God used them to do a lot of mighty deeds. Then verse 13 says, These all died in faith, 
not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off, and were persuaded of them, and embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. So, strangers, that is where we are now called the world, the earth. It's not our home. It's not our place. We, are, we don't have our nationality here. We don't have our permanent residence there. We are just passing through. While we are stressing this, Jesus wants to teach us some things. In terms of if you are a sojourner, what are the things expected of you? What are kind of attitude? What are the things to do, not to do? How to behave, how to live in the world? Mm. And so on. So we want to quickly also go to First Peter. It is Bible study. We can we, we should open the Bible. So don't be right. bored. We may not take your time. Even if it is two points that we prove today, with uh, establishing them in the scriptures, the message will be driven home by the Holy Spirit. Amen. And that is what is essential today. So that we will go with, and by the help of the Holy Spirit, our mind will change. Mm. We will no more lay up our treasures here on earth. Rather, we will lay up our treasures in heaven, where we belong. So that by the time we leave this earth and shed, shed off this clay called body, housing us, we will be able to meet our treasures in heaven where they can never be destroyed. So that is what this lesson wants to achieve. So that by, from now, we take everything in the world with levity, not with all seriousness, except your spiritual life. That's the only thing you take serious here. Except your spiritual habits. Because this, anything you have here, will grow old. Yeah. Talk of very beautiful building, very wonderful car, whatever beautiful anything, they will grow old. Yeah. They will grow old. But the only thing that will never grow old is your inner person being renewed by the word of God, by prayer, consecration, and total yieldedness every day. That's the only thing that will never grow old. Because what are we, what are we using to renew it? The world that will never change. The world mm. that will never grow. The world that will ever be the same. So, and that is the only thing you take serious. You take personal, muscular, and pay attention to. That your inner man is renewed every day as God desired to, you to do. Through the reading, through fellowshipping, through meditation, through prayer, through consecration. Submitting the, the, the flesh to be... To be to be to be new to the cross daily, so that that inner man will ever be new like that of God and who you are, because you are God. Once you are able to do that, let this man be growing old. Let your beauty be fading. Let the color of your beauty be fading. Let the car be growing old. Every other thing will grow old, but renew your inner man, because with that you are living in the heavenly city where you will never grow old. That place where things never fade. Mm. The Lord will help us Amen. in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So, 1 Peter 2, 11 says, Dearly beloved, I beseech you, I beseech you 
as strangers and pilgrims, abstain from fleshy, fleshly lust, which war against their soul. This your body will remain here on earth. Yes. And it used to lust after some things. With your renewed spiritual man, as you have said, you can conquer it and nail it firmly to the cross on a daily basis. And it is your assignment. It's because it is this soul. Did you know your, this soul is you? This body is just a house. Like I'm in a house now, those going outside by the streets are not seeing me. Doesn't mean I'm not existing. Mm -hmm. I am in the house. The house is covering me. People outside cannot see me. Doesn't mean I'm not existing. So your soul is being housed by the body that will be dropped in the, in the ground when it is time to shake it off. But the real you is the soul. So this body that is staying here on earth has a way through the, 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 especially the five senses to want to attract you to things in the world where you don't belong. And through them, your soul may want to be lured. But by the strength of the word, the word of God by which you, you read and meditate upon, by the strength of prayer, by the strength of submission, yielding, nailing the, the flesh to the cross, by the strength of the daily consecration, by the grace of God, this advice is easy. We are reading 1 Peter 2, 11. Dearly beloved, I visit you as strangers and pilgrims, abstain from fleshly lust. Yes. You can only abstain because your eyes will see. Mm. Your ears will hear what you, want to, you don't want to hear. Your eyes will see what you don't want to see. There are certain things on the outside that you come in contact with and that is against the word of God. It does not benefiting your soul. But the strength of the word in you and the prayer you have stored in the spirit man is able to wage war against it and conquer it such that anything flesh will not be able to take your heavenly kingdom or heavenly home from you. So this place is also confirming that we are strangers and pilgrims and therefore anything flesh, anything worldly should not be able to conquer us. And our strength is in the world, in prayer, in fellowship with believers, in dedication and in solidarity. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's quickly see what Chronicle has for us. First Chronicle, First Chronicle 29, verse 15. First Chronicle 29, 15. It is telling us that For, can I read it? Says, okay. For we are strangers before right. thee. The men of old that walked in faith with God knew this. We are men of like passion like them. Mm. We should let it register in our head, in our memory, in our intellect, in our conscience, in our subconscious, in our nomenclature, in everything in us, in our mind, in our mindset, in our imagination, in our mental picture, whatever thing. 
that we are strangers before God in this world, and we are sojourners as were all our fathers. Our days on the earth are as a shadow. Yeah. And there is none of us abiding permanently. To, to, to retreat this and to stamp it home. Where are your forefathers? Where are your foremothers? Where are your ancestors? The grandmother you used to see before, where is she now? Some people has lost the husband they used to live with. Some people has lost the wife they used to live with. Some, some people has lost some of the children that they knew were living with them. So that is confirming that we are like a shadow, you see? When you see the real thing now, uh, the shadow, you also see the shadow. But when the real is gone, the shadow disappears. That is how we are in this world. Passing through. All eyes are seeing us. They see the house. Some of them that are dying now, we see, we see, see their houses. We see, see their cars. We see, see they're being used by other people. We see, see their clothes. But daylight shadow has disappeared. That's how serious it is. In some places, the, the Bible likens us like uh, with grasses. With grasses that spring up fast. Greenish, beautiful, big, wonderful. But when... <laughs> After some time, when the, 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 the sun is scorching, when the intense of the the, 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 the intense heat of the of the sun comes, probably during the dry season when there's no rain, you see them wither away with all their beauty, their blossomness, their wonderful flowers, and you see them no more. You see, that is human being for us. That is we are like shadows. We are like we are we are it's like thick. It's like vapor. When we talk about vapor, when you put your water in the pot and put it on fire, you saw the you you saw the water in that pot. But after some time, if you leave it on the fire and you don't remove it, you see it form droplets of water and escape into the air. After some time, when you look at the inside the pot, you don't see anything anymore. That is what be for us. Then with this understanding, what is God driving at? We are shadow. We are like grasses blossoming in the morning, fading away in the evening. We are like a vapor, seeing now, not seeing again. Then what is the point? The point is that be careful how you live here below. You are not permanent. Nothing about you is permanent. None of us. In that first Chronicle 29:15, none of us is abiding permanently. And you can confirm it with the children dying, the, the people of your age dying, those uh uh that you dying that you saw before you are no more seen. If that point is driven home, receive the grace to say, Lord, if, if I'm if I'm not abiding permanently here, I have another kingdom there. Let me be a wise person to prepare and store my treasure in the kingdom where I belong. As a Christian by the grace. Amen. The Lord will help us. Amen. God is changing our mentality. May it be changed by the Holy Spirit today Amen. in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, 
Okay, if you were a shadow fading away, vapor disappearing, grass withering away, what kind of life are we to live here below? Leviticus 25. Leviticus 25, 23. Let's see the admonition of the Holy Spirit in that place. God will help us to be wise and Amen. to behave wisely after Amen. this series of lessons Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. We'll not just be the hearer alone, but we'll be the doer of the world by the help of the Holy Spirit that will surrender our heart to in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. There are foolish virgins. All of them are Christians and there are wise virgins. You will be one of them after these lessons in the name of Jesus. Amen. So remove your interest and everything you think you are and or you thought you have been. Now, now, now that you know that you're a shadow, the Lord will help us to be wiser and act wisely. Amen. After this series of lessons, God Almighty will not waste his resources on you in vain because you will pray for grace to be wise and, and treat yourself as a shadow, as, a, as, as grass withering away and as vapor that will disappear, such that you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't lay up your treasures here. Rather, you lay up your treasures in heaven, where you abide forever, no end. Here is timely. There is eternity. The Lord will help us to be wise in Jesus' name. Now, Leviticus uh, 25, says, "The land shall not be sold forever." Are you listening? For the land is mine. For we are strangers and sojourners with men. Are you hear that? You possess land. I am the landlord. <laughs> yes, you are the landlord. But you are only the landlord as long as you are here. Yeah. It belongs to God. Right. And some other people will take that land after you and use it. Do you hear that? Yeah. So <laughs> that is why you 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 will you will join the group of the wise people today. Amen. So see yourself as everything I have, everything I need, I mean everything I possess now, land, house, uh plots, children, wife, husband, they are only mine as long as I am living. Yeah. After me, they are no mama. You see? You see? That is our life. There is wisdom in changing your mentality after this series of lessons. When you die, you still the, the land is still the Lord. Whatever you have is still the Lord. Even your spirit, yourself, your soul, your life, that breath in your nose is of the Lord. When you decide to take it today, there's nothing you can do about it. Even what you're calling yours, children, is it yours? That 127 says they are God's inheritance. Yeah. Your wife does not belong to you after you might have died. That is very funny. Neither your husband. They are, they are the laws, and the law may decide to give them to whoever he moves. What about that? Your children, you are only owing your children, claiming them while you are alive. You are just a caretaker. 
they belong to the law. So the earlier you know that, the better for you to lay your treasures in the everlasting home and kingdom where you belong. So let's quickly go to 1 Peter 1. Let's see what the admonition in 1 Peter that the Holy Spirit is giving us again. God is driving us something. Right. You want to erase the idea of I've come to settle. So I will build. It's good to have mansions, but God is asking for moderation. If you don't have any house here, don't be sad. Jesus said he's selling you all these things so that you don't lose your peace of mind. After all, if you're a stranger, you will leave it for some other person. Is it worthy to, to die because you don't have a house? Is it worthy to kill yourself because you don't have this and that here below? After all, don't I even have them? According to 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 9, God said he will, he will bring fire from heaven to burn them up. So is there anything worth killing yourself for? Here below? Nothing is permanent. Even those that are having them, everything is marked with destroyed by fire. So if you don't have it, don't lose your peace. That's what Jesus is telling you. If you have them, let everything be moderation. And if God, by the grace, if you know you are passing by like a shadow, you are, you are evaporating like vapors, if God asks you any of them, never you hold on to them so that you don't lose the, 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 the genuine one that has thought for you up there where there, where, where, where there is eternity and eternity and eternity. Do you understand that? When God says, give me this, maybe your children release them for me, or this house, I want to, I want to use it, or that car, I want to use it. You, because of this wisdom God is passing across to you now, you, you discover that if, if he take this, even this my life, he has it. If we say I should give him that house and I say no, Yeah. Take this life that he has in me. Then will I be able to say no again? Then with that, with that knowledge and wisdom, you'll be able to ask for grace and say, after all, you have my life, you take it now. If I refuse and say no, when you take my life, then do I even know what's happening again? Okay, sir. I receive grace, I give it to you. Then he will now store it up there where nothing will destroy it. By the time you now get to to be yours. From everlasting to everlasting. Eternity without, without end. But by the time you say no, and it takes your life, he will use those children the way he wants to use them. He will use that house the way he wants to use it. He will use that car the way he wants to use it. Then you will lose in eternity. Hmm. This is wisdom crying. And this is wisdom talking. That as Christians, God is giving us good, good, we can't give these pills to those that don't know Christ and don't want, they, don't, they don't want to accept it. But this is, this is the, the pills we cannot throw to pigs that will trample upon them and, and turn back to biters. But these are pills, I mean, goodly, godly, heavenly resources that we are throwing at you. That it is wisdom to see yourself as vapor. It is wisdom to see yourself as grass withering away. It is wisdom to see yourself as shadow. As somebody just passing through the world. Such that anything God gives you grace to establish here 
however mighty and wonderful, we are number one. Aim at moderation. So that you don't waste resources, 37 billion on a building. When you will pass away, you don't know who, who will use it. Rather, when you, when you build a moderate house, for example, <clears throat> the other money remaining, you will give to the poor, you will give to the widow, you will have to relieve some people in, 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 in affliction. So that those deeds will be stored up there, you will meet them. But when you spend the 37 billion for the house, which will be burned by fire, then up there you'll be empty. That is even when you don't end it in hell. Because Jesus said, if you don't do it unto those people to relieve them of their body, then you have not done it to him. Then you're not, you'll be on the on left side. The left side is judgment and hell. So what are we saying? We are saying God is passing these things across to you so that you change your mind and be wise. Be wise. Nobody is abiding permanently here. Yeah. Let that yeah. sink and act on it. Live your life as if here we have time and may pass away tomorrow. Although we are praying that God gives us long life by the grace of God, yeah. so that we die Amen. empty. Amen. We fulfill Amen. the reason why we came to us, so that by the time on the day of reckoning, we will have we will be we will be justified. That's our prayer. May He answer that prayer. Amen. But what I'm saying is that by the time we fulfill destiny, nobody is abiding permanently here. So the earlier you take it in, the better for you. And the earlier you adjust your thinking, your mentality, your mindset your thought process to live like a sojourner, like a stranger, like a vapor, like a, a grass that will wither away, like a shadow that will disappear and do everything as if, let me store where there will be no destruction and where I will ever enjoy them from everlasting to everlasting. The better for me, the better for you. Now, First Peter 1.17 says, Let's see how the admonition here, there again. As per, how do you live your life here on earth? First Peter 1 17 says, And if you call on the Father, who without respect of persons judged according to every man's work, pass the time of your sojourning here in fear. Hmm. Look at this admission here. You know you're sojourning. You're passing through the world. You're a vapor. You soon disappear. Blah, blah. We have said a lot of things. But please, Brad Paul, check me when you want me to stop and you want to contribute something so that I don't use the whole time. Okay. We have said that we are using shorter time this new year, sir. Yes. All right. So this admission here, as a sojourner passing away, just passing through the world, that will be seen now, will not, will not be seen again later. You are to pass your time, the time of your sojourning, in fear. In fear of what? That is, the, that is the question here. In fear of what? I think it is a Philippian. I can't remember the place now. He said, walk out your salvation with trembling. The same thing. Walk out your salvation with trembling. That is to say, you have not got to heaven. You should not behave at any level of spirituality as if I have arrived. Do you know that God always has reserves? <laughs> hey, 
Did Abraham told me that God told him as as a missionary that I work for God, he had left everything, surrendered all, very fast, left his uh, means of livelihood, did a lot of things for God, believing God, trying to do whatever God says I ever had. God said, told him one day, I don't trust you. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to drive home, uh, spend your time of sojourning in fear. In fear Never you family. see yourself as somebody that has arrived. Whatever level of spirituality you are. The reason is that we are still in this flesh. Whatever we level of Christianity you a, are. We are still a militant Christian. Hallelujah. Not yet a triumphant Christian. Yeah. Do you know there are two things? Yeah. Militant Christians are the one here below the accepted Jesus. They are fighting wars against the devil, against principality, power, spiritual wickedness, and places, rulers of darkness of this world, uh, thrones and dominion. They are not saying there are, are powers in there. They are fighting against the flesh, which is one of the greatest enemies that can pull anybody down. They are fighting against the unrighteousness in the world. They are fighting against many forces. You see? In fact, you are fighting war against your own desire that is negating God's desire. You are fighting war against your own will that's not aligned with with the will of God. You are fighting war against your ambition that is not God's ambition. You are fighting war against a, a lot of things here below. It's a fierce battle, not simple fierce. That is why you are a militant Christian, militant soldier. But the triumphant ones are the ones that have passed through this place like Christians as we are, but they have ended in the heavenly kingdom at the bosom of Abraham. (laughs) They they, they, they have made it. Those are the only ones that, 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 that will say, I've conquered. We will conquer in Jesus' name. Amen. But don't ever see yourself as somebody that has arrived at any point in time, whatever level of spirituality you attain. Because not until you get the final salvation up there, you see yourself walking on gold in azure above. You see you sitting on the throne with Christ, angels all around you, seeing God face to face. It is then you have made it. It is then you have conquered. Right? For now, walk out your salvation with trembling. What are you trembling at? Like this place say, spend your time of sojourning with fear, in fear. Fear of what? Uh, relaxing. Fear of losing God. Fear, because everything you are fighting with is bombarding you every second. But the strong man in you is resisting them. That is why you're, you are aloof on the battle, on the, on the, on, on the roaring sea, or the, or, the, or the boisterous wind. But because they always bombard you, wanting to penetrate and bring you down, you must always be fervent in the spirit. You must also always walk in the spirit. You must not be careless about reading and building yourself and growing in grace in the world. You must not be careless about being prayerful. You must not be careless 
you know, you must be watchful. Hallelujah. You see, that is kind of spending your time in fear. Amen. It's not as if you should be fearing the devil. Uh-huh. We are more than conquerors through him that loved us. We are not given the spirit of fear, but of sound mind and power, right? But, you know, because you don't want to lose your guard, because you are aware that the forces surrounding you that want to bring you down are always around. That is why you want to be watchful, you want to be careful, you want to be fervent in the spirit, you want always to walk in the spirit. You don't want to lower your guard. That is spending your sojourning time with fear. Then, you see, you don't assume the position of a judge at any point in time. You don't assume the position of a judge at any point in time. Because according to Galatians uh, 6, 1 there, it is telling you that if, for example, if somebody is found in a fault, if somebody is found in a fault, mm. you don't, you, 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 with, with humility and with soberness, you bring the person up, encourage him to come back into righteousness. You too should be fearing that you don't fall because we are still in battle. And uh, the battle we are fighting, though not physical, is fears against the devil. This devil has 6,000 years experience ab- uh, far above us. But it, we are more than him in the cross. And that is why you must not lower your guard. Amen. You must not lower your guard at any point in time. Amen. That is how to spend your sojourning uh, time in fear. Amen. Uh, what I, where, where I was quoting Galatians, let me read it. Uh, bre- I mean, sorry, Galatians 6 1. Brethren, if a man be taken in a fault, ye which are spiritual, restore such and one in spirit of meekness, considering yourself, thyself, lest thou also be tempted. Because we are the battle is fierce. The body want to pull you down. The flesh want to pull you down. The, the, the powers of the air around. Carelessness want to, want to, want, want to cause you to, 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 be, to fall. Everything is surrounding you. But the inner person that you are renew every day in the world, in prayerfulness, in watchfulness, and consecration is keeping you aloof and resisting them. But anytime, at any time, you should not lower your guard. And if anybody is taking it for them, assume a place of a church because you too may be tempted. In my language, they used to say, <laughs> that is, there's no powerful person when the war is fierce. Only Jesus is our, is our victory. Only the cross, in the cross, we are, we are more than conquerors. So it's not by power, by mind, but by the spirit. So that's why we must always be in the spirit. So God bless you. Now we want to move forward. But do I still have time or we want to comment to round up so that we don't, we have said we want, we don't want to be taking too much time. Can I actually continue, sir? Hello? Hello?
Okay, I say we have we have barely five minutes more, please. Are you are you hearing me at all? Yes, I'm hearing you very well. Yes, I'm hearing you very well. Can I still so, continue? So I say we have barely five minutes more here. Okay, comment and let's round it up. All right. We'll continue from there. Uh, now, uh, right. we thank God for your life, Ma. God bless you for this teaching. All the glory to God. Sir. All glory to the Lord in the name of Jesus Christ. As Christians, Amen. according to what we have been here, we have been hearing, we have only one life. Mm. Only one life. And we are given only one chance. We thank God because God has not promised anybody that when you when you live here, you can come back. But when God called us, he called us unto hope. And the hope, even in fact, the Bible says we are saved by hope. Being saved by hope meaning means that we are saved, we by are saved probably whether the hope to meet him at the end will be realized. We are saved hmm. by hope. According to that scripture, I think uh, uh, and, uh, by next week, I think we will get you all that fact from the scripture. We are saved by hope. I'm just explaining to be saved by hope. Uh, he said, uh, the, the hope being there is that, um, that, that the Lord put there, the, the scripture is putting to us there, is that he's asking the question, I hope you will make it to the end. Hmm. I hope you will fight this hmm. battle of faith to the end and you meet me at the end. I hope what I have started with you, the good thing that I have started with you, you will permit me to complete it to the end. We are saved by hope. We are saved by hope. According to that scripture, that we are saved by hope. It shows us that all of us, as she has been saying, we are still hoping to be to be there. None of us has been given the uh, the 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 the, 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 the visa. Oh, no, sorry, the 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 uh, citizen. What do they give them when they give them uh, naturalization? The citizenship uh -huh. badge. <laughs> None of us. <laughs> None of us has been given the citizenship uh, uh, certificate. Hey? So we are we, we are all of us believers. We are still here with the hope of making it to the end. That's where I'm reading what is in the book of Romans, chapter 8, verse 24. He said, For we are saved. Romans 8 24. Okay. Romans 8 24 said, For we are saved by hope. But hope that is seen that is seen is not hope. For what a man yet, why does he yet hope for? We have not yet seen that glory that the Lord that the Lord Jesus Christ called us unto. We are hoping to get it. And if you are hoping for something, you walk and you labor until you realize your hope. You venture into a thing with the hope that you are going to see the end it and end of it gloriously so also our christian faith 
we we are start we started with it like you used to venture into business with faith you put money you invent you invest your money in it with the hope that you are going to make it and how do you do what do you do in order to realize your hope you work hard you labor you work hard in order to realize the hope of what you have invested. Nobody will want to invest and go, uh, go after that into bankruptcy. No. We all want to go into, I mean, venture into a business and see the end of it. God also have invest, he has invested on our lives. And we invested into, into what he has invested. That is, Christ Jesus, the blood that he paid as price, was the invention of God. That, okay, let me now, God said in his mind, let me invent the blood of my son. And bring him after he has finished all the work of salvation, and bring him to myself in heaven. Making the way and paving the way for others who will believe in him to, 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 come, to come to heaven with him. And that's why Jesus Christ told us that I'm going to prepare a place for you in heaven because in my father's house there are many mansions. He said, I will come back again and take you to myself. That where I am, that you might be there also. So we are saved by hope. And if you are saved by hope, it means that we have to uh, we have to work and labor, work and labor assiduously until we get there. And our laboring, like we wake up in the morning, we go to our business in order for our business not to, not to fail. The business we have ventured into, or we have, uh, yes, we have invested into, we wake up in the morning, leave our home, get at, our, get at the business. Every day as believer, we too, we have invested into our life, into Christ. And with the hope that we are going to do what? We are going to make it to the end and we are going to be reaped. And the Lord who invested, invented, the, invested the blood of Jesus to, I mean, to, to save us and to redeem us, uh, yes, he today is expecting us. So all of us, we are hoping. You are hoping God is open. Oh, both of both sides. God have not had anybody, whoever you are, according to what she said, he didn't have any regard or respect to anybody as somebody who have already made it. Mm. I had a word sometimes ago that says mm. that the Lord said to me, Son, I feel like I love you so much, and I feel like taking you home to be with me. Like I told you on that at that time, I was preparing to die. I was thinking maybe the Lord wanted me to. Then later I had something also. Eh? When she told, told me something that I have been watched on, on, on an issue. So until we get back, until we get to heaven, at that, on that day when the Lord spoke to me, it might be that I, I am doing something that touches the heart of my Father, or my Lord. But thereafter, anything can happen. Maybe... In my heart, maybe something is there again 
that they are looking at concerning me that is still making them to say that we are watching. Hallelujah. May the Lord deliver us. We are when saved I heard by that hope. Word, we are watching you. I cried. I yes, said. like she said, he said, yes, We are watching you. I was afraid you for me to be told uh -huh. you are watching so, me. So, believers, <laughs> believers, <laughs> let, us, us, let us all arise to our duty daily. Spend duty our of time making with our fear. hope. Faith our of, sojourning time with yes. fear. Yes. Mm -hmm. Walk so, out our salvation with trembling. And then, lest we fall by the roadside and don't make it finally. Amen. Jesus will not lose us. Amen. It is hell that will lose us in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Can you see what the Bible said here in the book of Colossians chapter 3 verse 3? It said, for ye are dead and your life is eat with Christ in God. Your life is eat. Mm -hmm. It means that this life that is eat in Christ and in God, you are already packaged to be a citizen of heaven. He said, for ye are dead. The gap between being living with Christ and in Christ is deadness, to be dead to the things of this world. Hmm. So he said, For ye are dead. When you are dead to the world, it is then that your life is guaranteed guaranteed to be to be to be hidden with Christ and in God. Ye are dead. Ye are dead. You are dead. You see, a believer that will live to see the end, to meet the Lord at the end, must die to the things of this world. Are we saying that Christ is coming out, don't walk again, die to anything that... No, we are not talking about that. We are talking about spirituality. We are talking about things spiritual. You must die spiritually to things of this world. Things of this world must not be affecting you as... You were before in the world. The worries of this world must not affect you anymore. You must die. Until you die, your life is not hid. With Christ. And Christ is in God. So it is when you are dead. Look at that scripture very well. For ye are dead. And your life is hid with Christ in God. Die first. Die to the things of the flesh. Die to the things of the world. Be alive. It is only when deadness, after salvation, after salvation, you are, we were taught, and it's a very, very important lesson for all of us to learn. When you are saved, you must be sanctified. When you are sanctified, you must be filled. After sanctification, you must be filled with the power of the Holy Ghost. When you attain these three levels of uh, maturity in Christ, then it is then you can attain to the stage of being dead to the things of the world. There are a lot of us, we are saved, we are not yet dead. We are still alive to the things of this world, to the worries of this world, to the cares of this world. We are still alive to things that the world, that, that, that make, the, make the world uh world what what make the world world but now as believer you are after you are saved i don't know whether you are saved if you are saved congratulations to you if you are not yet saved you must be saved today then you must be sanctified what is sanctification sanctification is to live above the grace and power that will be invested by in the holy ghost in you to live above sin where you where you begin to hate 
uh, anything that is dead, that or that will soil your clothes, that will make you to be rejected, you you naturally hate them. You are sanctified. You are no more. When you are sanctified, you are no more struggling with sin. Once in one leg in sin today, one leg, one leg in Christ today, one leg in sin tomorrow, no more. When you are sanctified, you are sanctified and your body and your soul will agree with your spirit to forge ahead in righteousness and holiness. The power to sin no more, the test, the, the thirsty for sin will no more be there. All these yeah. are the work of the Holy Ghost in you. But it starts yeah. from where? For your, your salvation. After your salvation, you are serious with your Christian life. And you are very, you are very zealous. And you press forward. And, and in the I mean, you, you press forward in studying the word of the Lord. And like uh, you are hearing this message today now. It's a, it's a way of committing yourself to the one who can build you up. And who can make you. To be, to be, to be, to, to, to be conformed to the image of Christ. So when you are, when you give yourself over to all those doctrines of the Word of the Lord, you give yourself over, and you committed yourself even to learn under the feet of the Lord, learning daily, studying daily, and wanting to know more about Christ with zealousness in you, then. Something in you will be dying to sin. Your flesh the Lord and sanctified. Yes. So that and is the that God is the realm of going to sanctification. So when you go, when you get to that level, you find out that you are sanctified and the thirsty for sin is no more there. Then, then that is the time when you are dead. You are dead to the sin, to the things of the world. You are dead to sin. That is why the Bible says, For ye are dead. We are talking to Christians. Christian must die, and then after dying, it is when they die that their own life will be now will now be hid in with Christ in God. Remember that issue of deadness. Many believers are not yet dead. They are not yet dead. You see, I met a man of God. He's a friend. We we got close together because he's a pastor over a church. There was something we were discussing about this issue. You know, I've been on the, I've been a missionary for many years without woman, and and I've spent eight years without getting. I mean, where where, where where is the wife? Hallelujah, that will be with me in ministry. Praise the Lord. So he respected the way I I stood, and I uh, and uh, uh, he used to abuse me sometimes and say to her, he said something. He said something. He said, Pastor, I know you are dead. But for me, ah, for me, I'm praying, I, I pray that God will, God will make me to die. That is a pastor for you. Praise the Lord. There are things we are talking about in the on the issue of women and not uh, I mean the flesh. <laughs> the flesh desire. things of the flesh desire. Amen. He said, he said, what we were discussing at that time was so deep at that time. So, but he made that comment. He said for him, oh, in fact, I elogized him. I said, thank God for your life because you didn't hide your problem. I pray the Lord will make you to die to those flesh. For me, I'm not, I don't feel, I don't, she, he, was, he was pitying me because of who he is. 
about who, about his wife, about, about, about woman. Praise the Lord. And he wanted to be like me. Let me tell you something. You must die. You must die to the things of the flesh. You must die. Amen. Something said I should shout it into your ear. You must die if I if I a Christian. Yes, a Christian. Because must die something in you that is things in you that is still alive. I mean, to the, to, to the things of this world, uh, they are the one that is giving the signal to you that you are not yet completely guaranteed to be to be to, to, to meet Christ at the end. And if there is anything about your life that is making you to dilly-dally or whether you are, you are ready, you, you are rapturable or you are not. It is better to deal with them now. May the Lord pass in Jesus' name. So, we are saved by hope. So, when you are saved, when you are, when, when you are sanctified dead, this power of the Holy Ghost through sanctification in you, we, ask, we, have, we, have, uh, uh, we, we, make, we cause you to die to the things of this world. And it is then that your life will now be, that will be hid in Christ in God. It will no more be you. Your life will be hid with Christ in God. Christ, who is in God, will now secure your own life inside of his own life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because you are dead. And that is how to prepare, how to live in this world as Christian. If you are still alive to things and you are the things of this world, you pursue the world the, the way the, uh, you pursue things of the world be, be, be the way the be, be unbelievers in the world pursue them. No, no, no. Yes, you see, if you are still doing that, because there are still some there are still some Christians that still cheats, that steals, eh, in the name of making to making it in life. Yes, they still lie. Yeah. They still, they, still, they still fornicate and commit adultery. Eh? They still make friends with the world. Oh my God. May the Lord pass in Jesus' name. Paul. Yeah. Paul. Yeah. There's no cynic Christian. The moment you do those things, you are no more a Christian. All right. God bless you. They, call, they, they, call, they say they are Christians. So that's the reason why this kind of teaching is coming. So that you will know the level that you are. And then you brace up. We are not condemning anybody. We are only calling ourselves to order. So calling ourselves to order is to is to is to restore to be restored back unto Him who owns us, and and yeah. get our life eat with Him who died for us. As Christ, look, Christianity is not a cheap thing. It's not a play play matter. Christianity is warring, is battling, is being yes. God bless you there. He said, right from the John, the time of John the Baptist, the kingdom of God sovereign, sovereign violence. And violence must take it by force. If you want to go to the kingdom of God, you must be violent with your, with your Christian life. You must be violent with your conduct. You must be what? You must fight. Yes. All those things that you know that are, that, that are, that are weighing you down, that are your weak, your weak side, fast, pray. Yes, hate yourself. Yes, deny yourself of some things. Let that thing die. Bible said that you should you strength you should strengthen the feebleness. Yes, and then so that there must not be feeble Christians. Feeble Christians are not guaranteed of having the hope. I mean, uh, may the Lord pass in Jesus' name. 
well thank god for this day we will continue next week because of our time hallelujah may the lord pass in jesus name so uh we will continue where we stop i mean where we stop today next i have a prayer point sir before we next monday up. okay yes make a point and then we round up jesus said something right jesus said something in luke 21 i want us to use it to pray yeah luke 21 let's let's look at uh, 20 let's look at 34 and take heed to yourselves lest at any time your hearts be overcharged with severity and drunkenness and cares of this life and so that the day of the coming of the lord will come upon you unawares for as a snare is shall it come on all them that dwell on the face of the earth uh, but the prayer point is 36 watch ye therefore and pray always that ye may be accounted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. My prayer is that, O oh Lord, all these things that are waging war against me, all these things you are asking me to be careful of, I receive grace. To overcome them, especially those things that will pull you down. Then we are receiving grace that I want to stand before the Son of Man blameless. Despite, despite all the world surrounding me, the flesh wants to pull down, the certain pollutions in the, in, the, in the world want to pollute me. I receive grace to stand out as a Christian. I receive grace to be able to stand before the Son of Man blameless. Help us take it over as prayer, sir. Hello? Are you there? Yes, I'm there. Yes, lead us in prayer now. Lead us in prayer, please. And I'm already saying it, that Lord, Lord, the teaching we have had today yes. is that yes. we want to see ourselves yeah. Yeah. as sojourners, yeah. as yeah. shadow that will no more be seen soon, as grass, that is that will soon wither away mm -hmm. as a vapor that will disappear and the grace and the ability to handle everything in life lightly lord give unto us that's Amen. prayer number one yeah then number two lord i receive the grace never to see myself as somebody that has arrived whatever the spiritual level has attained yes but to always see to always work out my salvation with trembling. To always spend my time of sojourning with fear. That's prayer number two. So let us pray. Lord, help us Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lord, help us today in the name of Jesus. We don't want just to be the hearer, but the doer of the world. As you want to change our mentality, let our mentality be changed. Let our mindset be changed. Some of us are the very Ayela, Ayela Sinisi. That is, this is my kingdom, and this is where I will put all my treasures. And that's where we behave, that's where we do our things. Lord, change our mentality Lord, from now whatever it is help the us said to know and let us agree let the truth agree with our soul do let the soul agree with the body that and the thinking down, that, that we are sojourners that we are shadows oh Lord, that we are not abiding that here forever that are, 
that, that is we easily have besetting us, that, that are easily so besetting us, so that we are able to live Lord, our life in the name as sojourners. Help so us, that we're able to live our life as strangers. Help us to see the world as a passage, not as an abiding place. Lord, change our mentality. Lord, help us, Jesus. Lord, change our mindset. Lord, change the way we think, the way we see things, the way we are behaving. Let these resources spent today not be wasted, so that our day of reckoning will not be accountable. Lord, help us. In Lord, the name help of us. Jesus, Lord, Lord, help us. Jesus. let this your work. You say your work will not go out, but we will do that which you propose and we will accomplish that which you desire. This work sent forth today, let it change our mentality from inside out. Let it change us from inside out, the way we have been behaving as since all our treasures should be here. There are some of us that we see things that we build as a society. We want to be moderate. We want to have eternity in future. We want to Jesus. say our kingdom, we have not got to. Set our we want to say we are not taking, putting everything here. Apostle, we want in the to name of Jesus. it in heaven. The Bible Change says, our said, if, the, if Christ then be risen, let if us become wise. So with that Christ. we store our treasures in, in the kingdom with you there, not the kingdom above. yet. This kingdom will be Christ set on fire. On the right Make hand us of God. Help us to be wise. Oh Lord, help us From to now, give us the mentality of help a stranger. Help us to seek. Help us to seek that which is in heaven. And everything we oh do, Lord, let's see it like that. Let's behave it like Lord, that. And let's think it like that. Help us to help set us our affection on heaven. Let us help us to be wise, Holy Spirit. Not on things below, oh God. We want to be wise. We want to see that sin is as great, great, great on this earth. We want to see the earth as a pastor to our kingdom. Help us, oh God. our place will be where so God, the time for your words said for ye are dead, counting. for we are so dead and your life is really Christ in God. Help us to set our affection therefore help us, oh Lord, on things above and not on from now. In the name of Jesus. Oh Lord, as many as have had your word today, we pray that Lord you cause the grace to come upon us. The power to come upon us. We will Lord, not be careless. In the name of we will Jesus. take it to ourselves. Oh, Lord, help us. Oh, Lord, help us to set our affection on things above. Help us, Lord. We are Christ is help seated. Take our affection. Oh, Lord, Remove in the name of Jesus. That when Christ appears, we may appear. We, may appear, we, we, we might see him, oh, God. Let our in the name of Jesus. Dwelling oh, where we Lord, help us. Thank you, Father. Remove our affection from anything else. Jesus Christ. In the mighty name of Jesus, we Amen. May the grace of the Lord abandon anyone, every one of us in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. May the grace of the Lord begin a new work and to give us divine energy to scale Amen. through all the odors and everything mm. that we stand on our ways of making mm. heaven in the name of Jesus. Amen. Give us the strength. We can't do it Amen. by our strength. Lord, we need your strength. Amen. We need your power. Amen. Help us in the name of Amen. Jesus. Strengthen us, O God, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Amen. Father. Thank you, Holy Ghost. You, we know you have answered our prayer. You. Even the, all of us, the, the hearer and the listener, Lord, prepare us by your grace and mercy. In Amen. the name of Jesus. So that we, none of us, us will be disappointed. Help us in to the make name it of by Jesus. Grace, oh, Lord. oh, Lord, thank you, Amen. Jesus' name. We worship you. you. We give you glory in Amen. the name of Jesus. In Amen. Jesus' name we pray. Hallelujah. Amen. People of God, we thank God for today. We bless the Lord for your life. Thank God for uh, uh, for being part of us. Yes, we thank God for those of you that entered the studio. Yes, hallelujah. Yes, Prophet Zion, you are the first to enter the studio. God bless you. Yes, 
thank God uh, for. And she even gave us a gift. We let me. Uh, he has given. He has given us gift coffee. Yeah. God bless you for yeah. giving giving us thank coffee. You. Yes. Hallelujah. Okay. We let me now. Tuba. God bless you. Emmanuel. God bless you. Mary. God bless you. Miracuobena. God bless you. Uh, thank God for your life. And a woman, you entered the studio, but you did not stay. God bless all of you in the name of Jesus. We thank God for your life. Meet us again Wednesday uh, by 7 a.m. for Shiloh Hawa, Shiloh uh, Encounter, Family Encounter with Christ Jesus. Yes, Family Shiloh Hawa Encounter with Christ Jesus. Amen. With the Lord us in Jesus' name. God bless you. Meet us by 7 a.m. Uh, Nigerian time. The Lord bless you. Uh, bye for now. God bless you in Jesus' name. God bless you all. God bless you.